everybody. Welcome to another edition of What's What BR. Today we have a extremely special guest. We have Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. Lieutenant Governor, how are you? Doing great. How you doing, my friend? I'm. Uh, it's a great day to be in Louisiana. So the Absolutely. sun is shining. I'm looking outside. Weather's great, and unfortunately, I'm stuck inside. So, <laughs> how about you? Things are good. Doing good. You know, we've got a lot going on. It's challenging times, but. Uh, I like the position uh, out of all the states, um, Louisiana has more tools in its toolbox to bring the tourism industry back. Um, and, and we've got the best people in the world. So uh, I'm, I'm optimistic of where we're going to go in, in bringing the tourism numbers back to all of Louisiana. Absolutely. I've been telling people that uh, I'm, I'm from Baton Rouge. I've got, I'm married a Yankee from Minnesota. And so I've got their family that I deal with. Um, but it's what people don't realize. I tell people, you know, and mentioned it kind of before I kind of give everybody, everybody's driven across, you know, that spillway, right? Everybody's hitting the Chafalaya base and they see it and they're like, Oh, this is beautiful. But it's like, we have the ability to go get a kayak and like just go get in it and you spend the day versus I talk with family that's up North and I've got family and friends that live in Chicago, you know, and they're literally, I, I hate the term, but like the concrete jungle, you know, but it's like, they can't, we have so many things here you know, that people don't realize that they're 10 minutes away. <laughs> you know, we started the, the staycation several years ago, and I was bound by state law that only allows me to stand, spend 10% of my budget in state. The legislature this year graciously removed that 10% cap, knowing we were going to have to get Louisianans to support the tourism industry until we can open our doors to the world again. And uh, one way to do that is the staycation. So we've really rolled out the red carpet to Louisianans to travel Louisiana, take a Louisiana road trip. We're calling this the year of the road trip in Louisiana. We've got so many hidden gems all over this state uh, and the great state parks that we continue to improve and put new things, new bathrooms, new cabins, uh, new splash pads, new bike trails. Uh, we're adding those all the time all over Louisiana and um, we've also got 17 historical sites, and we've got some great forts. Uh, there is so much to see here in Louisiana, and we're going to really focus on getting Louisianans to take their kids out and, and explore some of these great things. Also, the, the museums, and not only the ones under the lieutenant governor's office, but we have museums all over Louisiana with incredible history. And, and, um, and I'm learning more as lieutenant governor and I learned about the history of Louisiana when I was in school. So I really want to make an effort to get our kids out and learning that great history in these museums, historical sites, and, and even in the state parks to learn about the nature, the age of trees, uh, how the swamps are, are nourished by, by the um, fresh water, and all those great things they can learn by seeing these beautiful things we have here in Louisiana. Absolutely. I was looking, uh, looking at some notes. We've got, you know, just across, you know, nine museum, over half a million artifacts, you know, that people can look at. And I, I find it great. I see my kids will, you know, grab an iPad and they'll just like trail off in YouTube land and they'll move, you know, all the way across and they're coming to show things. And I'm like, we can actually go, I can go show you the real thing. You want to go <laughs> see it for, you know, you want to go see it in real life. It's right down the road. And, you know, one of the things that we do in our house, um, I thought, yeah, I'd share with you is, we went through, because you always end up, we're just so busy, you know, these days. We wrote down a 
you know, we put a bunch of pieces of paper for like, these are our three day weekends. This is just a regular weekend. This is the four day weekend. And we wrote down all the things that we committed that we were willing to do that we wanted to do. And we put them in all the different jars. And so instead of having that conversation of, well, what do you want to do this weekend? Or it's a three day week. We just say, we're not having it. We all agreed. These are things that we wanted to do. And we'll just go, it's a three day weekend. And we'll go grab in a jar and pull it out and go pack it up. We're going here. You know, oh, that's no great. Day. It's, and it's all idea. stuff around here, the state, you know, just do. And I think that's, we kind of owe it to ourselves in the state, you know, to help not just support our, you know, friends and people that are working in these places, you know, but also the hard work that you guys are doing to turn them around. You know, I've heard some awesome stories, you know, on some of these, you know, parks and, you know, that just, like you said, they keep getting better and better, but we don't, by and large, I would, I don't know the numbers, but, you know, we don't go to them. It seems like, you know, I talk to people and it's like, Hey, have you been to, you know, Magnolia Mount, or have you been here? Have you been there? You know, all these different places. And they're like, no, I haven't. It's like, well, you're right. And we've got, you know, World Heritage Site, those mounds that were built over 3,400 years ago up in the northeast corner of Louisiana. Great little museum there. We're actually in the process of purchasing a new tram because one of the river cruise boats is going to dock in Mississippi and take bus loads of people to visit that World Heritage Site in Poverty Point. Um, something right here in our backyard, people come from all over the world to visit those mounds. Those people carried that mud in baskets and built those mounds knowing that the river flooded to live in that elevated area up there. Just an incredible story, uh, history that we have right here in Louisiana. Wow, that's amazing. That's, you know, kind of going with that, you know, you said, you know, this has been declared the year, you know, the road trip, you know, we've described it in the publishing, you know, world as kind of the, the one tank trip, you know, it's, you know, one tank to, you know, pick up and go. Are you seeing people moving? Are you seeing anything, you know, and kind of encouraging or the parks filling up? I heard you had some specials running too, even if you want to hit a park. Right. If you, if you stay at a state park in the camping site or a cabin and you punch in the code, welcome back, uh, you're going to get your fourth night free, either at the beginning or end of your stay. And uh, we've had some of our best weekends ever in the, since 4th of July. Every weekend's been incredible. Uh, three- and four-day weekends, people stay in the park. And, um, and if you go to a state park or a museum or one of our welcome centers, we're going to give you a mask, either a museum okay. mask, a state park mask, or Louisiana Feed Your Soul mask for you and everyone in your car so you can safely go uh, explore and see all these great assets we have in Louisiana. And we've got the little sanitizers and make an extra effort that you and your family can visit safely. And um, so, I encourage everybody to get out and, uh, and explore Louisiana. And you've done this on uh, you and your staff have put together the blueprint. You know, I was kicking over on LouisianaTravel.com and you've got, it looked like 10, 15 of these, you know, start to finish. Here's the trip. You know, you don't feel like planning something. Here's something you can go do. Right? Absolutely. And we're going around the state right now shooting video of local places, unique places to go. Um, there's a crawfish haven where you can go out and catch your crawfish, bring them back. He shows you how to prepare the meal. It's a bed and breakfast. We recently went out on a fishing trip on a jack-up rig where you can eat like they eat on the oil rigs and catch some fish out on the Gulf of Mexico. But we're traveling around and, and finding all those uniquely Louisiana things to do. Um, and it just kind of um, helps people find things right here in their backyard they can do 
that people come from all over the world to do, and they're right here in our backyard. I was going to say, I've got, like I said, that, you know, other side of the family, I've been up there, you know, and they're farmers. And you just stand on a porch and you just look and it's, you don't see a body of water. You just see corn and corn and corn and corn. It's everywhere. And, you know, and they come down here and, you know, they're wanting just to stop on the side of the interstate. And they're like, that's amazing. Let's go look. And it's like, we forget so many times what we've got. And I think people, I just, I encourage you know, not to beat the dead horse, but I hope people will take a chance, you know, get out there. It's louisianatravel.com. Take a look, you know, what you guys have put together. And if they find something, I'm, you know, send it over. We'd love to, you know, all of us, you know, hear your story. What's more, you know, what else is out there? And, you know, we, we got the Betsy board to allow us to um, the teachers to use our uniquely Louisiana program, uniquelylouisiana.org. Um, you can download it at home. Teachers use it in school. Um, and it's designed to teach online stories, lessons for teachers to take field trips, games, and activities. Uh, but you can search for material for grades K through 12. And, um, and it allows you to learn about the Atchafalaya Basin and all these great things around Louisiana um, that's uniquely Louisiana. So it's an educational thing. It helps these kids kind of get excited about where they might want to go and see in Louisiana. And, um, and it's available to everyone to download it at home as well. Yeah, that's – that's amazing. You know, it's basically a full, you know, I know eighth grade here in Louisiana, I did a Louisiana history. And so now we've gone from the green Louisiana history book to where it's online and anybody can do it. You know, it's even, you know, I could probably get that Yankee wife of mine to learn a little bit of Louisiana <laughs> history with the boys. So, um, and I'll also mention to you Louisiana homework. Um, that's exactly where I was headed. That is the this is a great free tutoring economic resource. Um, you know, 1,800 tutors, certified teachers, professionals, graduate students, university students. Um, there's so many ways to, to help you on this site where you can get one-on-one -on -one help in math, science, social studies, English. Um, it's just an incredible opportunity to help, especially during these times of kids stuck at home trying to learn from home. And that uh, site uh, grades kindergarten through 12th grade. And uh, the, the tutors are available Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to midnight, and, um, and Saturdays and Sundays, 2 p.m. to midnight. And um, it's really an incredible site that we've built over time that never thought we'd need it in these type, uh, but, but the usage is up two or three hundred percent since kids are stuck at home. Um, it's, um, they've got a real-time writing center where they can help you with writing. Um, the, the library resources, there's thousands of resources and uh, independent studies. So it's, it's something that the kids and parents can go on and really help their kids while they're stuck at home. Absolutely. And that's, you know, just to drive that home for anybody who didn't catch that, this is not something new that's been post-COVID kind of been thrown together. You guys have had this for a while now, you know, working this program, Homework LA, 1,800 tutors kids K through 12 for free. Like, <laughs> right. It's amazing. You know, it, 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 it blows my mind. You know, I'm listening to, you know, parents, we see it in all of our channels. You know, everybody's talking about, I can't keep, you know, I can't go another rounder. I don't even understand. I got homework sent home for me personally 
you know, I can barely get this English language down and they sent home Latin homework, you know, for me <laughs> to try to do it. I'm like, there's no way in God's green earth that I'm going to be able to do this. Well, so. it's, it's homeworkla.org and uh, a great resource for everyone to use. You know, we also, uh, under the Lieutenant Governor's Office, we provide the internet service for all the rural libraries. Um, it's so important in so many of these communities where some kids don't have internet service at home, um, they can go to the libraries and take use of all these tools we have as well. Um, and that service, you know, is, is vital in so many communities around the state. And, and we're actually uh, been encouraging to get additional computers uh, because of the use of those computers at those libraries now. We're working to, uh, to grow those, uh, those libraries' access to those computers for those areas where people need the, the resources. They don't have it at home. I think that's important. You know, a lot of people don't realize, you know, especially, you know, around here in you know, the capital city where we all are, you know, Internet's just a – you've got Internet. You know, if you go someplace, you get upset now. It's amazing how fast we get mad when there's no Wi-Fi someplace. You know, it's like you go get a coffee and the Wi-Fi's down, and you're like, I've had it. I'm out of here. You know, and you drive five miles down to get it. But some of those rural areas and just the way, you know, times we're in now make it even more, you know, extreme. But even before, you, sometimes you weren't, you know, you couldn't turn in assignments. You couldn't do things like it's a requirement, you know, now. And for you guys to be able to, you know, to provide that service and be able to help, I think it's amazing, you know, so people can get that. Because not everybody's getting it, you know, in rural areas. So. And, you know, on our State Parks website, you can look for unique things to do as well. You know, we've got an ag tourism at Rosedown Plantation where you can go out and pick your vegetables. Um, we've got pontoon boat charter rentals at Fairview. Uh, we've got horseback riding at Bogachitta, canoe and paddleball rentals at uh, the landing at, at Cane Bayou and at Fountain Blue. So we're adding private-public partnerships all the time at these state parks to give um, families, more activities to do with the outdoors. The walking trails, bike trails, uh, every week we're adding new trails all over Louisiana. The biking on these mountain bikes has been a big deal. So we've been adding those trails as quickly as possible to accommodate those people that want to bring their bikes out and ride those trails on the state park. So, um, so many yeah, I heard in our 109 miles, you know, a bike trail, you know, and it's just to run through, you know, sometimes I hate to cut, you know, but things that people don't realize, you know, you guys, when we talk about, you know, state parks, 46,000 acres, 1,150 campsites, you know, 156 cabins, 109 miles of bike trail. And here's the one that threw me for the loop, eight beaches. You know, everybody's going to VRBO, they're going to, you know, book and they're running around. It's like, it's right here you know, at a fraction of what you're going to spend, you know, in Orange Beach. <laughs> well, a couple, a few years ago, I was speaking to a high school and I asked them to go home and ask their parents to take them on a staycation. And uh, the first question after I gave my presentation was uh, a young lady said, our, our beaches suck. And I said, well, I tell you what, young lady, by the summertime, I will have brand new sand on every one of our beaches. How about that? And, uh, so we trucked in new sand and made sure we cleaned up all of our beaches uh, two years ago and put new sand. And we've continued to maintain them and keep them up so they're clean. And, um, and so uh, I, I kept my promise to that young lady and got a nice letter from her that she was able to go out and uh, 
go to Fountain Views on Lake Pontchartrain, and the beach was pretty nice. So uh, uh, we want to hear from the people what do we need to do better, and, um, and we want to make our state parks the best in the country, and we're going to continue to work on that. Well, that's the thing. The things that we have in the state park, you know, we're building this, you know, the park around what's already there versus other people are just dirt. You know, it's, you can only sit on the park bench for so long. You know, we've got the trails to go, you know, walk through the swamps. I've seen them, you know, to be able to, you know, actually immerse and, you know, teach your kids something, you know, put the tablet down for a little bit, you know, and just get outside and sweat. You know, I grew up in the age of go outside, drink from the water hose, come home when the streetlights come on. You know, that's, and we just went tromping through, exploring and looking. And, you know, you learned real fast what poison ivy looked like, you know, when as a kid, <laughs> you learned how to avoid it. And so, you know, it's, I'd encourage everybody. It's, you know, it's amazing, you know, to get out there, but to jump, you know, cause I know you've got a million things. And I just you know, a couple other things I wanted to, you know, run through, you know, some of these, you know, fishing spots, you know, these things, you know, they're open, you know, you can get out there, you know, fishing's gotta be killing it this summer. Right? Oh, let me fish left. We've got record-breaking bass caught all over Louisiana. You know, I took my staycation to Toledo Bend. We ran out on a boat. Everybody caught a ton of fish. You bring them back, and they cook your fish up for you in that resort that night. Um, but we've got the best fishing in the world. I tell people, uh, you can fish anywhere, but you catch fish in Louisiana. And I'm, I'm man enough to be a Girl Scout. We take Girl Scout troops out. Um, and, and teach them. Um, so if you've got a group and, or you've got kids that you need a little help teaching them how to fish, our park rangers are always there to help. And, um, and so it's a great opportunity to, to if you've never fished, uh, some of these state parks that have caught record bass, uh, perch, brim, it's a great opportunity to get out and break into the, the fishing. We've got some of the best fishing in the rivers and surely they'll cost the, co the coast of Louisiana in the marshes, the redfish and trout, and then even offshore at the, at the oil rigs in the Gulf. Uh, it's truly a sportsman's paradise. Uh, Louisiana is the best fishing in the world. Well, here's the pro tip for all the parents out there. I learned this one. I've got a 12-year-old daughter, seven-year-old twin boys, and I live on the water, and, so, and I love to fish but I wouldn't tell them this. I can't stand to fish with them because they're <laughs> seven years old and I don't get to fish. All I do is run and bait hooks and untangle lines. I just work it back and forth. And so the pro tip is get out to some of the parks and I've done this where the ranger is. I've got backup who's like helping with lines and I can actually fish at that point. So if you're a dad and you're tired of running behind the kids and like I said, I've got, there's been days where I, let's go fish, Dan. We go fish, and I don't even touch my own rod because I'm just trying to do it. And so some of the staff that you guys have got out there are amazing, you know, that they've been able to help. And then, and I don't have to lie all the time when they say, what kind of fish is this? I can, like, look <laughs> the other way, and he'll answer. And so I don't have to lie to my kids and hey, say, you know, you know what it is. We're going to be adding more piers and dock fishing. We've got a grant to extend the pier in the – uh, at, at the Grand Isle Park, we're going to extend that pier another 400 feet with lights on it. So we'll be able to really get it, put you on the fish on that pier. It will be the largest pier in the Gulf of Mexico, public uh, pier to fish on. And, uh, and that project's going out for bid soon to extend that pier, which will give us a great asset to where people can actually fish out in the Gulf 
get out there where the fish are without having a boat. That's amazing. I want to be the guy that cuts the ribbon with you and walks out with it and throws the line in. You got it. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit, uh, like I said, on time, you know, seafood is going, you know, crazy right now, right? It's good, yeah. bad, ugly. What's the well, you stand? You know what? Our seafood industry um, has been through a rough time. From, from, from the hurricanes to the oil spill to the opening of the uh, spillway, um, they've been dealt several blows. And I've been fighting for their fair share of the money um, that comes down from Washington. And Louisiana has not gotten their fair share by no means. You know, we got 12 million of that last pot. Alaska got 50. Um, you know, we're, we're number one, two, or three in seafood always produced for the United States. And the imports have been killing us. We're working on a bill to address that or hire more, more inspectors to level the playing field. But in these tough times, um, we ask everyone, go out and order uh, fresh Louisiana seafood when you go out and eat. Make sure it's Louisiana. Um, they've got to tell you if it's imported. Um, and that way, we can help support the, the, those fishermen, um, the crawfishermen, the shrimpers, the oystermen, the crabbers. Uh, these people have been doing this in their family for generations. And we're going to really have to to, to work hard to support that industry through this shutdown because I believe 60 to 70% of their catch went to the local restaurants to prepare for us. And since those restaurants have been shut down, they have had a struggle in getting rid of their catch for a decent price. Wow. Yeah, there's, I'll tell you, I got so mad. I went to a unnamed grocery store and was buying some Louisiana, you know, I need shrimp and they, I needed a bunch. It was a shrimp and corn bisque and I was run day. I was like, I need like 10 pounds and they measured all. And they're like, we've only got eight. And I'm like, all right, I'll go. And she's like, no, don't worry. She's like, go over there in the freezer and grab something. I'm like, no, I need fresh Louisiana. She's like, that's what this is. We just thaw it out. And I'm like, Ooh, I was, it got me mad. So we had to have a little conversation. So it's well, important. You know, a lot of times it says um, they got like, we like Cajun shrimp, and if you read real small, imported from China. They got really smart in buying names uh, with, that make you think it's from here. I'm working on a bill to add a $0.10 cents inspection fee to all imported seafood so we can hire thousands of inspectors to make sure that seafood coming into the country is safer, and that should level the playing field. And I got every one of our lieutenant governors around the country to support that legislation that as soon as this COVID thing is passed, we'll work with Congressman Scalise to get introduced. It'll level the playing field, but more importantly, that stuff imported that's grown in, in horrible conditions, a chock full of antibiotics, uh, if you do it, it yeah. imported stuff, uh, we want to make sure it's safe for the people that are eating it. Yeah, well, there's nothing better than fresh, right? It, you know, it's we're all in Baton Rouge. It's like three and a half hours down the road. You know, we can get it and be back for dinner if we wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, last thing uh, I wanted to bring up with you, because I've heard there's some good things, you know, some things got paused. You know, we've got some things with some, you know, the cruise line industry. You know, that's kind of, everybody thinks, you know, Carnival and all those big names, you know, when you get out there, you know, but there's some things that are coming on, you know, not be, I, 
talked to a couple of people, and a lot of people didn't even know this was a thing, like Mississippi River Cruises, and you've got some things, you've done some work there that's going to be pretty exciting, I hear, coming up. Absolutely. You know, when you come to Louisiana and you get on a cruise ship and you go out to sea, usually the best we can hope is you spend a couple of days in New Orleans, maybe take a day trip before or after. But the cruise lines up the river, we've got a real opportunity to get them to stop many places in Louisiana. We're adding two docks now. I'm looking to add some more. We've even got one of the cruise ships going to stop in Mississippi and bust them over to Poverty Point. We're looking for places for them to visit North Louisiana. We're looking at a couple spots here in Baton Rouge. Those river cruises, 2022 Viking Cruise Line will unveil two. American Cruise Line is going to add another boat, I think, next year. Um, as people get older, they want to be where they could get off and not out at sea. So we see a real niche market for the Mississippi River and Louisiana to get those visitors off at many stops along the river uh, and really uh, help bring this economy back for tourism in many cities. It'll help the restaurants, the small businesses, the shops. Um, along with our lanyard plan, which since the first day we were shut down, We've been rich, reaching out to every conference and convention that canceled anywhere in the country. And if you come to Louisiana, we'll offer you free Louisiana seafood, a local musician, a band for your first night. That's going to help our musicians, our seafood industry, and, um, and we're going to lure you away from another city. We, we're, we're having the world champion water skiing championship at a lake right outside of Baton Rouge this coming weekend. We were able to lure that away with free Drago's oysters uh, oh. from, uh, from Miami. The truckers were going to Tampa Bay. They're now going to Lake Charles. We've got veterinarians instead of Chicago looking at Baton Rouge. So we're offering that free Louisiana land yacht. So when we're out of this lockdown, uh, we want to already have our calendar full next year. So we bounce back quickly uh, with the tourism industry all over Louisiana. And I'll bring that up. I talked, we actually had Paul from Visit Baton Rouge on the show. And uh, one of the things that Paul and I were talking about, and I called it out so that he didn't have to, because he probably thinks it all the time. But, you know, and I'll tell this, and I'll say it again. I sit on a lot of boards, you know, here locally and, you know, some out of state. And when you're on these boards, everybody has that conversation. There's a meeting. Where are we going to go? Where's the next convention? And everybody starts thinking, you know, where do they want, you know, do I want to go to Vegas? Do I want to go to my... Now's the time, if you're on those boards, to wave the banner and say, you know, come to my state. You know, let me show you, you know, and it's guys like you and your office and Paul and JT I've met over in Livingston. You know, these guys, that's what they do for a living, you know, is if you're having – I didn't know this as a business owner for 20 years in the community. If I'm bringing my people in, it's like call up and we'll help you put it together. We'll help you find a room block, you know, okay. like bring them here. We're not only lucky to have the most passionate people in the world that treat strangers like family, but our tourism folks, both in my office, uh, throughout Louisiana, we are blessed to have some of the most passionate people that love this state and love all we have to offer, that uh, it makes my job easy to have so many great partners. And you're absolutely right. Uh, whatever you're, whoever you're bringing, if you belong to a group and you want to lure them to Louisiana, you call my office. I was on the phone last night with a a, a veterinarian, and he's like, am I really talking to Lieutenant Governor about bringing my conference? My, wife, my wife's not going to believe this. Can I put you on speakerphone? 
And um, I said, absolutely. You've got my cell number. Uh, I promise you we're going to make your, your group feel special here in Louisiana. But whatever it takes uh, to get that business back to where we were. Remember, last year we had our fourth record-breaking year in a row. Uh, over 53 million people visited Louisiana, left behind $1.9 billion in taxes you and I didn't have to pay. That's over $1,100 per Louisiana family in savings and taxes, uh, the fourth biggest industry in Louisiana. So we got a lot to catch back. The good news is we've got the best people in the world to do that with. Absolutely. Well, look, I appreciate it, man. I feel, you know, this has been awesome. I'd love to have you back anytime, you know, just get updates and what we can do to help and maybe start showing some of these things. You know, maybe I'll, we'll take this thing on the road one day and go out and, you know, you know do it from a P-Row. So love that's the way I grew up. Thank you for what you do. God bless you. And please call on our office anytime we can do anything to help. We're here to serve you. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. You have a great day. You too. Thank you.